Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Macabre London's Abhorrent Advent Calendar. As you'll be aware, if you've already joined me for the past 22 episodes, I'm counting down the days until Christmas, but not in the usual joyful way you may expect. Instead, I'll be telling you 24 gruesome stories until we hit Christmas Day, when you'll receive a full-length episode of Macabre London as your hideous Christmas present from me to you. Under door number 22 we learned about the Christmas Day UFO, nicknamed the Warminster Thing. And today, we're once again looking towards the skies. Under door number 23, we'll be uncovering some of the myths and legends surrounding Santa Claus. (laughs) As you'll already know if you join me to open door 6 of the Abhorrent Advent Calendar, you'll know the historic origins of Santa. And if you didn't, then here's your chance now to go back and enjoy that episode and come back to join me here. St Nicholas, the 4th century saint, evolved over time into the Dutch Sinterklaas, and that's where we pick back up from today. As so many stories on macabre London start, we head back to the Reformation in the 16th century, which saw Catholicism turned on its head by Protestants, and played a big role in shaping the world as we know it today. And one of those things it helped to shape just so happens to be Santa Claus. The Reformation saw a trend in denouncing and stepping away from saints in favour of popularising Christ, and so out went the interest in St Nicholas, and in came Chris Kindle, and later Chris Kringle, 
who ultimately carried out the exact same activities of delivering gifts to children, but who was far more acceptable to the Protestants. During the Age of Discovery, many Dutch people emigrated to America, and the area they populated became known as New Amsterdam. And with the Dutch people came the tradition of Sinterklaas, travelling along with them. After the English arrived in New Netherlands, they decided that they were going to take New Amsterdam for themselves and rename it New York. However, not content at stealing a whole landmass, they also quite liked the idea of stealing the legend of Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas's Dutch name was far too Dutch, and as such was changed to sound more American, Santa Claus. If you say it in a strong New York accent, which I'm not going to attempt, you'll see what I mean. The evolution of Santa didn't just simply jump to the iteration of him we know today. He went through several costume changes before settling on the iconic red suit. Some of his trend-setting outfits included a tricorner hat and a fetching pair of yellow tights and a huge pair of padded balloon shorts, the type of which were made fashionable by the Tudors. By 1804, the shape of Santa was beginning to look a lot like Christmas, His belly was getting rounder, and he was starting to become a symbol that was catching on, embodying the festive month. His image was distributed to members of the New York Historical Society in the same year, which set the ball rolling for him to be noticed by short story writer Washington Irving. Irving, who wrote The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, put down on paper that St Nicholas was the patron saint of New York in his book, the history of New York, and the big guy's canon was now firmly sealed in the pages of Big Apple lore. With the rise of capitalism and consumerism, Santa began to reflect the bright, bold and brash marketing techniques that were being devised to make sure customers spent their cold hard cash during the month of December. In the latter part of the 1800s, the department store Santa became an annual fixture due to the crowds a glimpse of the real-life St Nick drew, so much so that popular New York department store Macy's made him the figurehead of their annual Thanksgiving parade, and he's been in the procession every year since, ushering in the festive period, reminding people it's time to start spending. The rise in this popularity saw Santa's backstory fleshed out a little, in various stories, poems and books. Santa gained a wife, Mrs Claus. He began living in the North Pole, gained his transportation in the form of his sleigh, and also employed some elves to help with the increased demand for toys on Christmas Day. In 1931, the Coca-Cola Company commissioned illustrator Hatton Sunblom to create a Santa Claus for their Christmas campaign and the images he drew are what most people bring to mind when they think of the classic chubby jolly man, often attributing the creation of Santa to Coca-Cola, but Hazen was inspired by another illustrator's work. In 1882, Thomas Nast was commissioned to create illustrations for Harper's Weekly that depicted Santa. He drew a much jollier and kinder looking man than previous depictions had portrayed him, and he was the first to give him a red suit but the stealing of your neighbour's homework doesn't end there. Nast used Clement Clark Moore's poem, A Visit from St Nicholas, as his inspiration for his drawings, and seeing as it's sacrilege to read this poem before Christmas Eve, you may just need to tune in tomorrow to hear it.
The traditional Santa of today's Christmas is only 138 years old, a relatively short blip in a period of history which makes me wonder exactly how Santa may evolve in the future. Will he stay the nice jolly St Nick that we know him as? Or perhaps he'll go the way of some of the darker characters we've met during the abhorrent advent calendar and turn to the dark side. After all, he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. And judging by the company he keeps, you better make sure you sleep with a weapon next to your bed. That's how the song goes, isn't it? Thank you for joining me for door number 23 of the macabre London abhorrent advent calendar. What do you think about the origins of the big man and did you learn anything new? Let me know in the comments below or on my social media if you're listening to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with door number 24, so make sure you join me then. Please like, comment, rate, review on whatever platform you're enjoying this on and come and say hi on my social media. And don't forget to tell your friends if you think they'd enjoy the advent calendar. If you'd like to help support the show, then you can do so by signing up to my Patreon, buying a gift from the Amazon wishlist, or making a one-off donation via the Acast supporter link. The links for all of these will be in the description and the show notes. And a huge big thanks to all of our patrons, supporters, and people that have bought gifts from the Amazon wishlist, or made one-off donations. It means so much, and thank you. It lets me know that you're enjoying the show and that you want to hear more. Thanks for joining me. I've been Nikki Drews, and I'll see you for door number 24... Christmas Eve tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.